Coming in with the reboot, it's Homo Superior. Oh, yeah, the karaoke good. tomorrow night, friends. Oh, that's a nice '90s TV show. Uh, it felt like yeah. uh, color me worse. You know what? Um, the music just comes oh, to yeah. me, and I feel like like I'm a, like I'm a, I'm a soulful, mm-hmm. like a singer songwriter type. You, know you don't I mean? write the jingles; the jingles write you. That you know, I've I've often yeah, thought that Brent is a black woman. That's right. Yeah, it's like you're like, basically oh like Aretha God. Franklin. I'm gonna call you Urethra Franklin. You guys are saying the things that people should be saying. Right. It's like an anyway, so of Charles in charge. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to Homo Superior. We've got three issues to talk about. Cable number 150. Yep, it jumped all the way to number uh, 150 from, from five. Mm-hmm. We've got X-Men Gold number 14 mm-hmm. and Gen X number seven. We're going to start with Cable number 150 since it's the start of a new storyline, new arc, new direction. The writer is Ed Brisson. The artist is John Mallon. Colorist uh, Jesus uh, uh, Abutov. Letter is VC's Travis Landman, cover artist for John Mallon, and Federico Blee. So, Cable. Was there like some storyline that's been going on for a while, and then Cable's like, we're now intersecting that storyline? No, so like... here's here, here's what Marvel is doing. Uh, Marvel often, what they will do is when, whenever they restart a series, it'll be a new number one. Yeah. Uh, they think because number one sell more, which they often do. What Marvel is doing now with Legacy, you know, we reviewed that a couple weeks ago. Sure. Uh, all the issues of comics, like Captain America is at like 600, Iron Man's at like 400, whatever. Avengers is, is going to be 675. 675. 675. So Cable has had a lot of different runs. Wait, did they just pick them? They're just like, well, no, this they, they try to count all the stuff. Uh, yeah. all the so, so, they're so, always a little wrong. They're, yeah. a little, they're a little wrong, and there's like miniseries, and there's like a lot of like, you know. One shots, that you, kind of stuff. You could basically justify it in any way that you want. Correct. So, so X Men probably had the issue where ice, the ice cream mutant was involved. I don't even remember there that. There was an Ice Cream Mutant. Sounds like the best His name was <laughs> Ice Cream. Oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. I thought it was 31 Flavors. I was really um, into it. It was right before um, all the um, Hellfire started. Oh. So Cable, they've had, I guess, approximately 150 issues throughout the years. Cable had series in the 90s, I the aughts. I don't aughts. think it counts as um, a, uh, Cable and Deadpool, though. Probably not. Oh yeah, you're right. It wouldn't count because yeah, that was fifty issues. Itself. So they're doing one fifty, but it's it, it's basically it's a number one. Okay. In a lot of ways, because you know they don't even reference the shitty first five issues that we read over the last few months. No, because that was such a full, complete story, which like rich and like tight and world fun. building. World, world building. building. It was so rich. It was like it was like I swear to God, he should take over for uh, George R. R. Martin to finish oh, the Game of Thrones yeah. books. Right. I agree. Anyways. Terrible. So this new uh, storyline, you know, I'm just gonna dive into it. I really dug oh, it. It's great. I enjoyed it. It's a lot of. It has a lot of nostalgia, but at the same time, I feel like it's got a little bit of forward momentum. Here's yeah. my question. It's yes. Thirteen years ago. Yeah. All of the um, oh shit! What are, the Eternals died thirteen years ago or resurrected? Are they the Eternals the, or the Externals? Externals. Externals. Well, the ex. Yeah, the Internals are something else. That's they something live in, else. Uh, yeah. Um. um so the externals all died in the beginning of the New Mutants. Not New Mutants, X-Force. X-Force, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's no. been 13 years? No, it's been more. It's been like 26 years. In Marvel time, no, maybe it it's been be. 13 years. Cannibal's 40? No, I mean, no, no. And you're like to Brian's point. It, it's probably thirteen years in Marvel time, maybe. Yeah. So, so Cannonball is thirty-one now. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Yeah, early thirties makes so sense to me. Cyclops was about forty-five. 
I don't think Cyclops is that old. Like, I think the more you think about time in Marvel or even in DC, they the could, more like confusing it gets. Because like Batman is always like early thirties. Well, that's why they can't do thirteen years ago because that literally causes everyone to have age numbers. I wish they had just said years ago. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. Which is usually because uh, like time is always it's very tractable. It's very uh, it's almost like an accordion uh, when it comes to comic book universes because go on, meet you, Kaku. Time is like an accordion. <laughs> Who the fuck is Michu Kaku? Michu Kaku is a very famous uh, uh, scientist. Racist name, by the way. Uh, that's his actual what name. Where is that man from? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so uh, it's many years ago. Cable and Longshot, uh, they are at a morgue. They find one of the externals whose name is Condra. Very easily. Yeah, she's... She just was oh, there she is. First door. Yeah. yeah. Well, she, they're just diving was, into it. She was yeah. the main one that was involved yeah. in the cannonball dying slash not She's dying kind of a crazy story. bitch, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she's part of both the Thieves Guild and the Assassin's Guild, which I is like Gambit's that. backstory. Mm-hmm. But it was pretty funny how, you know, after his presidency, Barack Obama decided to start doing autopsies. Yeah. yeah it's true. It, looks, it truly does. He look looks like very him. small, yes. though. Well, he looks like malnourished. Obama. Yeah, well, you know, like Obama's got nice shoulders. Hey, this guy has got like, some bad investments. Shoulders. That's why he's going to take a, a job as an uh, as an autopsy. Gaunt. Yeah. Eat eat a sandwich, Obama. You know, this is thirteen years ago, guys. Oh, that's fair. He <laughs> no, was just a state senator. A senator yeah. <laughs> he was just a state. No, thirteen. No, well, thirteen years ago, he be, he was running for U.S. Senate thirteen oh. years ago. Then he bulked up. Anyway, yeah. so back to the comic. Uh, they're trying to figure out who killed this external. Uh, sex external. Yeah. You got cable, yeah, long shot, basically, you know, living it up. Uh, they run into what? dupe. All right. They didn't well, run into uh, dupe. They, they, went, went, to they went to oh, go find you. That's what I was. Okay, I'll do it next time. I thought you were going to translate it? Yeah, I forgot. Oh, okay. It's going to be something as equally boring Did as Tokyo what he said Drift other. come out 13 years ago? Yeah. Because that's what it felt like. Yeah, it no, that's about out. right. No, it is. Early 2000. Yeah, like 2004. What? Yeah. Oh, my God. Was it 2004? I don't know. I was okay. about right. I was just going to Crazy no, theory, y'all. I think, to- uh, I think Fast and the Furious and the X Men are in the same universe. I'll say it. You heard it here first. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Vin Diesel is a bit of a mutant, right? Um, but why? Uh, so, Dupe doesn't have feet. Yes. How does he flows. work brakes? <laughs> How does he do everything? Why are we asking these where's questions? His, where's his it's dick? So true. He, he had all, all that sex in Wolverine and the X Men in order to get. Yeah, to where's his dick? Because day. comics. That's the answer. All right. Because comics. I just right. don't know why why you would go to Dupe. Is he somehow beloved somewhere? Yeah, he's a beloved character. I fucking love Dupe. What, what was it? There, some, was there some storyline where he sacrificed himself in like a really noble way? He what makes died. him so we good? He supposedly died in that version of X Force. He's one of those characters that like it's almost like everyone's sort of in on a joke that he's so ridiculous that he is so beloved. Like you. He was, he was part of a joke comic. All right, now I get it. <laughs> I don't know how you drive. Like, uh, I don't ever see your feet. Where are your legs? I, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Show me your legs, you piece of shit. Wow, I'm a vet guy, okay? <laughs> and I can never tell oh what you're saying. Personally, personally oh my I, do, God. I do. Yes, you're attacking vets, and I think that's inappropriate. I do think, though, I like the fact that he just talks in a completely different language, mm-hmm. and someone has to, like, just understand it, that you have to pick up from context clues what he's saying. Or if you're autistic like Clark, you'll actually translate it to figure out that he says nothing <laughs> interesting. Hey, it's Clark's mutant power, okay? Uh, Can we autism. not be racist? No. It's not a um, did you translate also, this one? I didn't translate it because I forgot to. But for next but week. I'll do it next week. For next week, week. yeah, it's yeah, It's going to be really boring, though. So stay tuned. It might be exciting. It's going to be like, okay, let's do it or something. 
So the trio, they run into Shatterstar, who is both the they, father and the son of Longshot. No, but they no, don't know that yet. Longshot's the clone of him, but Longshot's also the father of him. Well, clone and he has son, to go asexual reproduction. And he had to go raise himself in the future with his boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, why does Longshot only have three fingers, or f- four fingers, but you know, three actual fingers? I'll show you. Your later. thumb is. I'll finger. show you later. Because yeah. <laughs> they're aliens. It's the Mojoverse people. Yeah, they're, they're, they're aliens. Mo- he's from the Mojoverse. Uh, well, yeah, okay, but I didn't know that was the thing. You're a big fan of Mojo, right? Well, yeah. It's like the Simpsons. You know, the Simpsons they're are on aliens. TV. The Mojoverse uses ratings. Well, I just didn't know that was a thing in their universe. It's yeah. just an it's odd, a, it's a, it's a flourish. Work. It's a flourish. Pinkies are valuable. So then yeah. you got you got the four, Longshot, Shatterstar, Dupe, Cable. They go looking for mm-hmm. Celine. Who is a vampire? Oh, but let's let's talk about Shatterstar's uh, amazing double-bladed sword, yes. which m- magnifies the amount of friction you have to cut through enormously. Do we want to explain the '90s to, no. to Brent? Just Extreme make it one. Make it one fucking sword. It doesn't look cooler that it has two blades. You you're look like fucking my, lame. You're like my dad when I read comics as a kid. Why does he have a gun that big? What does he need to shoot? It's not that it's not a it, that it's a gun that big. No, no, it's no. I'm giving sure. examples. Why does he have big swords like this? But it's I'm because saying this one doesn't look cool. This no. one just looks stupid. No, no, no. I will make you read early X-Force, late New, uh, uh, New Mutants when Rob Layfield was drawing it. That's when Shatterstar was introduced. New Mutants number 100, and you will see just how insane and ridiculous all of that was. I will contest that the the blades are sharp enough that there won't be any resistance. And then you take out like an extra chunk, whatever you are cutting through. Yep. All right. He's a cannibal. You know what? When you're right, you're right. You're on fire today, right? (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) No, we're going to set you on fire. (laughs) Yay. He has the biggest rat tail ever seen in the world. Everything else is close cropped, and then he has two fucked up braids in the front. Yeah, it's very uh, anime inspired. Yeah. It's bad. Anyways, so. The four go looking for Celine. Go ahead, Brian. Um, That bitch is there. She's wearing all black. She looks like a leather witch at all times. She looks like Bellatrix Lestrange. Does she? She does. Shut up. Does she ever not wear that? No, she always. No. She wears like, like a. She sometimes wears less. She kind of looks like Jessica Jones. Like a whore. A little Jessica bit. Jones. Yeah. Hey. I mean, I'm not slut like shaming, but yeah. I'm just stating a fact. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> she's I'll kind of a okay. no, In real life, she's pretty. She's pretty. Slutty. Yeah, she's a confirmed slut. In real life. Yeah, yeah I saw her last week. I mean, week. same, same, so same, 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 same. Well, she has the... Adam is too. Where is he? She has He's the, on a date. <laughs> she has the power to, like... You can't control. say that. I hope it's going Because by. someone might listen someone else, two days some, from now, and then, like... A different... A different person? Yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, see? I oh, we gotta keep our lies straight. Oh, yeah. Okay. So she has the power to, like, control rock walls, and then, like capture and crush them all and yet she doesn't because because she's not trying to kill them why not they're she's trying to break into her home she is trying to defend herself and then they basically they're they trying to, to find what happened as well so right she's... yeah so it's 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 almost like the the trope of the the heroes where there's a misunderstanding they start fighting each other but selene is actually a villain it's the opposite but yeah. in the beginning what i'm saying is that in the beginning she doesn't know that they're heroes you know no, she probably does know Based on she, her abilities. Her abilities are like psychic abilities as well. Oh, okay. Yeah, so actually, Clark, do you want to talk a little bit about Celine? Not in terms of her powers, because I always forget. Basically, no, she has, the character. She has all of the powers. So do you, you remember at the beginning of X-Men Gold, there was that woman who was fire? Like, yeah. In magma? Back in the olden days, 
Magma was living in New Roma, which is this place in... Pompeii, I believe. No. Oh, go on. No. That was <laughs> in, like, Brazil to... or somewhere like that. It was that. in South America. It was America. in the jungles of somewhere. Yeah. And Selene was controlling the, quote-unquote, country. So, New Mutants take... Magma oh, so she also has the power of diplomacy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not really. Yeah. It was exact opposite. No, she's actually like, a pretty bad diplomat. Yeah. So Mag- John Bolton of mutants. The okay. new mutants take magma so they can be good guys. Uh, Celine joins the Hellfire Club and constantly is trying to fuck over Emma Frost she becomes and take over everybody. Black Queen, right? Yeah, yeah. Later on, she becomes the Black Queen with Blackheart, who's like the son of Satan. And it doesn't go well for them at oh, all. Oh, he's Mephisto's son. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's their Satan. Yeah. And, yeah, that's about it. Oh, no, Necrotia. So at one point... Oh, please don't ever no, speak of Necrotia. At one point, she resurrects all, it, every bad. single dead mutant ever to go and kill the X-Men. It doesn't work. And then she died for real. But then she was resurrected in, like, issue 500 of... Um, Uncanny X-Men mm-hmm. so she could join like a female oh the, the sisterhood not the brotherhood yeah and that we haven't really seen her much until now yeah um, but this is 13 years ago right? this yeah. is also 13 <laughs> 13 is, years yeah. ago yeah I want to make that very probably, clear this is probably after New Ro- Roma yeah. but if she Mean Girls was just released uh, uh, it was a different time yeah. but if, if she can read minds then why would she try to still kill them She's she, not. She's a little bit. But of she's because she's she's yeah. still her enemy. She's still a bad person. Yeah, but she's if a bad you guy. understand, because that actually is the resolution of their argument. Yeah, is that Cable's like, you know, in my head that I I'm I'm coming here with good intentions. Because also comics, there has to be a fight. And this All is right. The fight. Well, that seems like a waste of plot. But um, I really did enjoy this issue very much. Me too. Uh, I like the weird yeah. character inter- interaction. I like the art a lot. The art is so much better than what he did in, in Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. Yeah. Oh, like that is so true. Disgusting. It was so, so disgusting. And I'm actually impressed how these people look like humans. It looks very clean, uh, but it's trying to evoke Rob Layfield, who created yeah. many of these characters, Cable and Of course, and, and which is Shatterstar. stupid not and, to be inspired and, by. And Rob Layfield uh, was inspired by Art Adams, who created Longshot. And also, uh, uh, Rob Layfield was also inspired by um, Homophobia. He was... Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. yes. pieces yes. of shit. Yes, he was. Um, I do think, uh, to the art, I think that one of the qualities that you can tell is that even though Dupe is like this blob, he still has like very strong expressions, which I think are very well colored. Yes, I agree. Um, I forgot to say, because you don't know it, Shatterstar is omnisexual. Meaning? He will have sex with everything. Including rocks? I'm going to need to get sexual. I think it has to be like (laughs) somewhat humanoid. Okay. Somewhat. Yeah. Monkeys. Uh, he has sex with monkeys. Living? Is that a requirement for him? Like, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> so the issue the ends fucking, yeah. with uh, Cable saying, look, you're like the last external. That means the killer who killed, um, what's her face, uh, and who's in the Kandra. morgue, Kandra, could be coming for you. And she basically goes, listen, bitch, the externals are immortal. Spoiler alert, they're really not. But we don't die. But you can. So he's surrounded by... Three other externals, and do you know who they are? No, I was gonna Google. Is them it right now. one is one? The Ahab purple one? is Ahab. In Ahab no, is def- no. I, you don't think so? The purple no, one. Ahab I, is is from the is Rory Campbell, I think his name from the future slash past stuff. One is Alucard, I think uh, <laughs> from Castlevania. Yeah. Um, the other one is a really uh, gaunt Magneto. Yeah. He looks a little yeah. bit like, oh, like, like old Wolverine. Like really old Wolverine. Oh, yeah. 
like Granddaddy Wolverine. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the guy in purple, oh, God, what's like, his name? He was in he was in early issues of X Force. Yeah. There aren't uh, really any of them. I got and he looks like Apocalypse with a new haircut. Or Thanos with like a different everything except for the color. Different everything. Yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna figure out who this. I got a new is. everything. I don't think it matters. Yeah. It doesn't matter, but we'll we'll come back to it. Oh. Um. Uh, anyway, so this uh this oh. I really dug this issue. Brent, what did you think? Since you're kind of new Dumb. to this and. Well, I mean, it definitely moves the plot along faster than the other ones. Yeah. But I have more, given how the, the, the prior five went, I have more hope for this. It's more fun to have a foil for him, though, That's right? exactly right. Yeah. You read my mind. Uh, Are you a mutant? Yes. Yes. Um, I'll wait, sleep wait. with anyone. I, I, I don't know. Guy. I think that other people were the foil for him. To me, this seems like he's like a very active character who's making decisions and he's doing stuff. But he's himself, and but, I didn't mind that. But he's straight man. Uh, but he's a straight man. He's a total straight man. One of them is a character. His, the, the one with the fake Magneto right there is called Nicodemus. Oh. Much like the the rat from the Rats of Nim. Oh. oh. Yes, everyone remembers We were just that. saying That's that. one of my favorite cartoons. No, ever. but I felt that he actually had like a personality and a sense of humor where he like is dragging along the chair and then sets it outside to tell the guy to go sit out there. Mm-hmm. Uh but you know a, that tough guy tries to come up to him. He's kind of got this badass thing going for him. No, he's got he's got like a very dry sense of humor. Cable yeah. always ha- has had that, but he needs someone to interact with, which mm-hmm. is why. But the, it's only funny if someone calls it out, though. If you're just being a douche all the time, yeah. you're like that uh, guy's rude. I mean, you, you got to understand so much that Cable was so influential in the early '90s of being like this mysterious tough guy, like. And Wolverine was like the template before that. Yeah. So much so that when we read Kingdom Come, what was it, a year and a half ago, two years ago, the bad guy, or the guy who was sort of the antagonist early on, Magog, was based on Cable and the popularity of Cable in that era of comics. I liked him. I didn't think... I didn't didn't feel like he was like in any way needing to play off anyone. Yeah. if fucking long star, long long shot wasn't there. No, you there. got it. You basically put <laughs> one Shattershot. Um, they had crossover. It would have been fine. He, he, he didn't need them. Mm. So, that's Cruel in the back. The purple Cruel, one. that's it. Oh, that's my name. This long guy is Absalom. <laughs> Absalom. Absalom. Yeah. Absalom. Oh, you're not too far with Alucard. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. Anything else? The ones aren't there right now. Anything else on uh, Cable before we move I'd on? I'd like to look move at, on, Look please. at this booty on Shatterstar. Oh, I noticed right? it, yeah. yeah. Actually, mm. great butt Shatterstar. I guess we got yeah. good Last butt panel. from Celine as well. Yeah. They're, they're trying. They're fighting. So let's move on to X-Men Gold number 14, which is part three of Mojo Worldwide. Where Nothing we, happens. Well, no. I mean, nostalgia. We, oh, nostalgia, <laughs> but the gold team... Finds out that Magneto has been working with the blue team, so there is something, but it happens in the most boring way. I know, who cares? It's it's so so. The writer was the writer was Mark Guggenheim. The artist was Mark Laming. The uh, colorist was Laming. That's right. Rain Barreto. The The letterer was Corey Pettit, and the cover artists were Dan Mora and Carlos Cabrera. Can I tell you why I didn't hate this issue? It's when I saw the old school '90s Cyclops and Jean Grey costumes. Yeah, I got, I got I a little I happy. I got a little happy. I knew a girl and the named Sarah Pettit. Pettit. Now she's dead. Jesus she died. God. She was, I knew her in fifth grade. Well, now she's a letterer. Yeah. From from the beyond. She was, she was turned into a yeah. man. Maybe she faked her death just to get away from you. Well, oh. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so you were really sucked in by the fashion? 
no, it's the <laughs> it's the nostalgia of the fashion. It's like this is the X Men cartoon from the nineties. This was their outfits. But like, okay, I mean, we're gonna have this disagreement forever. But I feel like nostalgia is just candy. Like nostalgia without. I'm not saying this is a nourishing meal. I'm saying I'm enjoying this like an ice. But you said this is one thing I do. I really like. You maybe you maybe you enjoy this fucking comic. Yeah, that's what I'm. Thank you. Here's the thing. I agree. The last time I didn't agree, but this time I agree. I don't like this comic, but I didn't mind this issue. One, I think the art is some of the best we've ever seen in this (laughs) title. Period. In gold, yeah. Yeah, it looked great. It looked it looked so stylish and good art will elevate a bad story. Bad art will bring down a good story. Sure. Because um, it's a visual medium, Christopher right? Christopher Nolan films are great. I'd agree. Looking. Yeah, they, go, they look great, but doesn't matter if you're, it doesn't matter if your characters are so flat and sterile. I liked Memento. All right, I love Memento. Everyone but, loves Memento. And Prestige is the best movie ever. What but was... What was it's um, fine no, it is. He's it's right. But um, Magneto, he was saying that I'm dominating the world for the safety of mankind. Which uh, which page are you looking at? Oh here? no, he said mutant kind, and I just read that wrong. Yeah. That's why. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, why would he say that about mankind? And then I also like like seeing Magneto's old school costume. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great design. I like to comment on him just being crazy, like he used to be. He was just kind of a nutcase. Magneto? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was pretty boring. Uh, so after the uh, Asgardian War simulation, it's yeah. suddenly... In Genosha. During the ex- Extinction oh. Agenda. Which is See? a great storyline. Okay. See? Why are the Ghostbusters now? There? Now, now <laughs> I get a little nostalgic, because that's my favorite crossover of the X-Men crossover. It's really good. You know what? Uh, I reread that recently. It's but the only know. one I actually still have. You know, Executioner Song actually holds up too. You know what it's I a have long, a bone to pick with these though? Like, what's that? Everyone's just saying like times in their life. You're like, yeah. Remember when we were extinction? You're like, what are you fucking talking about? This now? is what's irritating me. Is that Mojo? We Mojo is fucking winning these two. it like it's stupid because they were like that. Really was Age of X? Am I right? And you're like, no. You don't refer to times of your life like that. Yeah. I don't know. No, again, Guggenheim is not a good writer. He's not. This is not a good book. Everything you guys are saying is absolutely correct. I didn't hate this issue. I still liked it. I still enjoyed it. I got like seriously. It just like seeing uh, Angel in like the Archangel costume made me really happy. Seeing uh, both uh, Old Man Logan and um, and uh, what's his face James, uh, like in the old school. Uh, brown and yellow, brown and orange Wolverine costume made me really happy. Like it just, it just made me like I liked it. And when Storm had like three more lines than she normally does, she hang did. in there. I'm going to fly you out of here. Uh, Great. That's it, more it, than she spoken in ten issues. It's going to make me laugh for at the blue next issue because I saw the um, the not spoilers but the cover. Or yeah. the... It's 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 hilarious. Um, I will say nothing. It's hilarious yeah. story. We, we obviously know no one is going to die, too, so there's no more stakes. When Bloodstorm died, you're like, maybe it'll happen, but now that most of that other team is dead, you, you don't care. So, uh, I am fascinated by... Well, not fascinated. I say I'm mildly interested in the relationship between Mojo and his lesbian associate professor, like, assistant director. Oh. Uh, Major Domo. I would be, I'm curious what he whispered to Mojo in that panel. Oh, yeah. But I do think that, you know, if Mojo, if this world is built off of ratings, then you have to recognize that 
stakes matter. So if you're presenting something to someone, like we now live in the post Game of Thrones world where people die suddenly, but the reasons why they died, they built up that you could you could see the set of choices they made that lead led to their death. Right. If someone is their just stakes. dead, then I, I and you don't take any time to mourn their loss or reflect on why they died. Yeah. Then it just feels like it's a hollow kind of. It's It's done for shock value. It's done for shock yeah. factor, which is again, which is really funny because of going back to nostalgia for a second. That really happened a lot in '90s comics, and it, I think Death of Superman was the reason why this sort of set it off. Death of Superman sold millions of copies. I mean, it was gangbusters. It set off a collector's boom uh, in the early 90s that uh, when the the bubble burst, like, comic shops and comic companies, like, they're still feeling the repercussions. But uh, when they killed off Superman, you know, it made national news, everybody remembers it, and it started this string of, like, like no one's safe, no one's safe. And so everybody was just being killed off here and there or being replaced here and there. And it just became uh, it just became shock value for shock value's sake. Yeah. So in a way, it is sort of like '90s nostalgia, which we're seeing in the costumes and we're seeing in the way this is playing out and but, not playing out well. But what I'm saying is, uh, Mojo's plan doesn't make sense because if you're going to create this world, you can't just keep switching the scenarios. You can't. He's a bad villain. For for within his own, if I accept the premise that he's governed by ratings, mm -hmm. he's he needs like a Netflix assistant to help him like. Listen, this is, yeah, this, this is how TV yeah. works now. Yeah. Like, we're beyond three networks. I mean, I think it's, it's that they they defeat whatever one it is, so that's why they go on to the next one. Okay, it just seems so poorly paced. Then uh, I my main issue, they're trying to fit in a lot. If this happened in our real world. Who are these asshole creep like humans who are just watching, watching? this? Yeah. It is so voyeuristically it's like anal. let's watch a murder. Anal's just having a who, great time. Who likes to watch a series of murders? I mean, I feel like enough people would be Saw was pretty popular for a while. Uh, but not it's not like Saw happened on the street yesterday and Saw's we were hanging out and watching murder. it. No, but remember well, do you guys Saw remember movies. the there was a like a some videos of people like you could rent even before YouTube like Faces of Death or something. Do you remember that? Where like Pete, like no. it was snuff video films. people. There were snuff films. <laughs> That's yeah. not happening live though, as well. And it's also not. I do think Clark is right to a certain extent, but I do. I don't. I don't think it's like, you know. I don't know where the the cameras are angled or how it's done. I could believe a sufficiently large percentage of the population would be watching superhero fight death match. Didn't they say like at some They're point like people. every channel had it on or something like that? Did they make that up? Fox. So what, it's just Fox News turned into this or something? Sure. Probably. Yeah. Or Bravo. Bravo. <laughs> oh, then I'll watch Oh, it. yeah. I'll watch that. The Real Housewives of X, am I right? <laughs> yeah, so does he get, I like, watch them die, yeah. Because people would definitely do, people would be definitely doing like Facebook Live or YouTube Live. Do they get ratings for that? Does like Mojo... Like clicks. He, yeah. Clicks. Does he get clicks for those? Sure. No. He, yeah. He gets something. Something out of it. I don't know. It's there. There is a there is a not a bad core idea here. The execution has definitely been a little bit lacking. Yet I still don't hate it because of the reasons why we talked about. So the ending is where the team with uh, Jean Grey and Jimmy Hudson and Colossus and Nightcrawler and uh, Beast they uh, go to the Savage Land. So there's like 
I guess crossover people. They, it's they, like they must be combining. It's mashups. Dark Phoenix Sentinel. Yeah. Who are the other ones? So there's the Brood. That uh, looks like mixed with Cyclops. Or mixed something. with Cyclops, and then you have like a Kree mixed with Strife, who was uh, he, uh, Cable was his clone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then you've got like uh, the uh, Riders of Apocalypse up there in the horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know what they're, they're crossed over with. with something. Yeah, I can't sure. tell what it is. Because that's the way to save it. More crossing over. Exactly. <laughs> More mashups. They really... Blue has gone so downhill. Not related because this is gold, but it's just gone so downhill. And it's going to be so much worse after Maybe. this is done. They're going to a fucking future world after this. Bye. More time do you, do you think Blue will turn into like the Exiles? I don't because care. They're... Okay. Well, I know. I didn't, I, mean, I... I didn't mean that to you. I meant uh, <laughs> Well, I took it that I don't way. care about you, by the way. Uh, Cable is definitely sort of Exiles-y, but yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Did Iceman have, like, a thing with Angel? No. Never. Okay, because he seemed to have a very strong response. A everyone's, they say this all the time, that it, everyone's super attracted to Angel. Oh, okay. Yeah, Angel is, like, honest. he's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I fucking hate Mojo for screaming. Plot twist. If there isn't a plot, there are no twists. I don't know. It fucking <laughs> annoys me. All right, let's move on, unless we have something else to say about gold. No. no. All right, cool. So Generation X, number seven. Yeah. Writer is Christina Strain. Uh, the artist is Eric Coda. Color is Felipe Sobrero. Letterer is VCs Clayton Cowles. Cover artist Terry and Rachel Dotson. So, cool. Do we cool. have to say VCs anymore? It just should be, like, regular. It's just definitely, it's always. It's always VCs. I guess, but, like, yeah. that's... That's a newer thing. Like they letterers were different. Like VCs is a, is like I think a collective or a company. Sure, I believe it. Yeah. Shit. I don't know. I I the art to me in this one was better than it has been before. But I still I'm, I'm uncomfortable by the fact that they all look like they have baby faces. And I get it. Yeah. They're supposed to be young, but they it's do. like you no, overshot. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's because all Not of their hair that. is just so weirdly short that they all do look like babies. And they have big and they have big cheeks. Uh, but it's the same artist as last issue. But this has not been yeah. the regular artists uh, from like the very they, beginning. Yeah. But they have fucked up like perception of view, though, like usual. I, where they're like, oh, a crotch shot up. I Why? love I, why. Uh, here's the deal. This is definitely the most like uh, off the beaten path X book. And it feels very indie in a lot of ways, it. and the art like kind of reflects that. I dig it. I did not mind the weird perspective shots in this one, um, especially when it came to like the fact when they're trying to talk about how the plan is supposed to be executed. There are some kind of weirder angles. I'm like, well, that's like you are a camera, and you're supposed to be looking in on them. You are uh, a camera. By the way, so the blonde twins, the Struckers, they yeah. lose the characters from The Gifted. Right, but they're but not... They're, but, they're, man, they're but not, not really. Totally What's their name? Fenris? Yeah. Fenris. 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 The, the wolf from uh, Asgardian Myths. Yeah. yeah. So What's-Her-Face died a couple years ago. I'm glad that they explained why, why? And they brought her like back. I clone and not despise them. this. Why? why? Because Andreas turned like was awesome in Thunderbolts. He turned uh, good. He was amazing as swordsman. Yes. He was fucking awesome. And now they're shot him back to Lamoville. It makes me so mad. Hey, people go through ups and downs. I can't. Clark. I don't give a shit. I don't give a. Hey. I just don't. I don't like it. Hey. I mean, to be fair, only one writer made him awesome. Warner no, Ellis. two different ones did. Who was the second one after Warner um, Ellis? No, it was the other way around. Um, Okay, who did the New Mutants right before? Not New, the New Thunderbolts. Fabian Isieza. Yeah, 
Yeah. Well, he's a good writer, he, too. He made, he's the one who did it, and then they continued it in. Oh, okay. Oh, it was so good. Ugh. So, basically, a lot of the Fuck beginning... you! Okay. Um, <laughs> the, uh, a lot of the beginning of this issue is just talking about, like, hey, what we're going to do. Right. It's basically, like, Mission Impossible. <laughs> like, to me, just being like, so what we're going to do is go... And then, of course, yeah. it goes awry. But they set up a good plan. That's yeah, a totally. Plan. Yeah, it was a pretty good plan. Um, it was fun. Uh, you got to see them using their powers in sort of like different ways that we haven't seen before, which was yeah. kind of nice. They came up with a good plan. It got bungled for uh, Valid reason, reasons. reasonable reasons, and then there was like an okay twist. I think that it's not a it's not a reasonable twist. Like, why would you if your whole goal is to figure out if Quentin Quire is back with the X Men? There are cheaper ways to do it. I think that was my takeaway as well. I don't think you need to have a whole fake auction. To figure out that he's back in the X Men. So I know this guy's a chaos. Person. And their escape like was anarchy. Good. I like their escape. So I have a question. Uh, the interlude back at the Xavier Institute between Jubilee or Jubloodly uh, and, and yeah. Chimney Face. And Chimney Face. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't. I'm not. I'm, it's weird. Are I mean, you gonna ask like the like forced? the like the potential Chambers for romance into Jubilee? It's weird because ten years ago, let's say since it's thirteen years ago, and that ten years ago. Mm-hmm. He was dating Paige, um, who's Husk. And it Look just, it just seems weird for someone who has hung out with you for ten years and now you're in love with them. Well, this oh, is it happens in the real world. I, mean, but I don't like right it now. to happen. It happens. Same strange. You know, it happens. And now and she's a vampire and she's got a kid. Who the fuck wants to marry someone with a kid Here's ten the years deal. later? This is more believable though than uh, the way they've done Nightcrawler and oh, Steve yeah. Gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. they've known each other for a million fucking Fair. years. Yeah. Uh, the only believable relationship that's ever been in the X-Men is Paige, which is Husk, and Angel when they fuck above their mom yeah, that one time. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. Okay. That I, went well. Brent, not, this happened. Not knowing these characters' histories, I kind of liked it because I thought throughout Gold you saw an admiration uh, from Chimney Face to Jew Bloodly. And then I think that are you gonna sing a song? All of a sudden, <laughs> from oh. chimney face, yeah. Yeah. to Jubilee. Oh, it's from the director's cut of Mary Poppins, right? Uh, the Ch- the fact that he has this kind of weird break in front of this child, I thought, like, oh, it was cute. It was. This, a- this isn't a bad <laughs> establishment of some sort of feelings for yeah. two characters to have. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, they're they're working to cl- uh, closely together. They're matured. They're now like teachers at the Xavier Institute. And how cute was little baby stuff? Beast right there in that oh, panel. I really know, want one. I want one as well, but you know what? It's fucked up. You know why? Because you don't have stuffed humans. That's a human. <laughs> that is a human. Okay? No, no, no. This you is can have, no. You this can is, have a little baby, like, like stuffed shadow cat. It is not racist. Wait, no. wait. Well, how weird would it be if you had a stuffed animal with one of your friends? That would be great. Oh, yeah. That I would be a, creepy. Oh my I've god. Got a, if I've you, got one of you at home, Brent. Yeah, but that, that's... I no, mean, it's just a regular a, teddy bear. No, no, no. That's a voodoo doll. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's Tristan's. Attacking me for looking like a bear. Not <laughs> <laughs> me attacking you. Um, Very I, happy hour tomorrow, I, by the way. I would have figured out. I would have figured that if I was running like an auction with a bunch of like vil- temperamental villains, I would do more for like security purposes. He so doesn't they, give a fuck though. So they all c- wouldn't whip out like lasers and 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 fire like blasts. lipsticks that have knives in well, them. Well, because he has, it's he all has stupid. He shit. has one precaution, which is the psychic like dampener or whatever Love that it. is on his cuff. But the rest of it just seems like a security nightmare. 
Honestly, maybe yeah. I'm the only one who thinks about security when you know, like maybe I should be in this universe. I'd be so fucking good at this. Yeah, mm. you would have a. Someone would kill you immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you would die. <laughs> panel page one, panel I'm, one. I'd be so prepared. I'm yeah, nah, you're ready dead. for all your shit. No, no, no. Like you're the super competent character that they kill off to say like the stakes are really high. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Uh, Meanwhile, I last all the time, and I should be dead the first issue. You're gonna die after you have sex. Per the rules. Well, I should like be horror, dead horror film a rules. million times over. Uh, yes, we know. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the last couple of pages where we have a little bit of character development. No, I want to first so talk about the, the back char- the minor characters before we talk about the Alright, go ahead. Mar- okay, let's do the minor characters. I do like how they have Mandrill in there, yes. and Tombstone, and then Pastepot Pete is the one I'm most excited about. Well, I totally miss Pastepot Pete. He, he, he's a little fellow. Um, ah. And Black Tarantula's in there. Yeah. It's an, oh, I, no, I, I see it. I already mean, talked about how much I love Skyne, yeah, yeah, no, Venom at prom, you mean? Yeah, but um, oh no. So did you know that Mandrill's a rapist? Yeah, no, I didn't know that. No, but he looks. I mean, he's a monkey. Ra- he's a rape- rapist monkey. Yeah, that sounds like Mandrills. Yeah. So as biological, you mean ape? All right, that's all. That's all I need to say. They're, they're apes in the wild. Yeah, they're rapey. Oh. <laughs> they're just, yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, I'm, I'm, I know it's a blatant statement, and I might be racist for saying it, but <laughs> mandrels are rapists because they're apes. Rafiki, Rafiki <laughs> raped Nala no and the Lion yeah. King. Aren't mandrels monkeys? I don't like remember Paul that Paladin scene. You remember it? And Zazu, he, he just tore Zazu apart. I don't think that happened. So wait, who's this? So what are the powers of each of these gr- these guys? So mandrels' powers that he. He's he's a sexual he's predator. A, he has yeah. like psychic control over not psychic control. I mean, it's just, but just control not. over women. Oh, okay. He's like he's like he's uh, Kilgrave. He's like Kilgrave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Less the silver guy, who looks you know kind of like a rock kind of thing. Oh, uh, that's Hammerhead, right? Uh, the one in the blue tuxedo. Yeah, no, it was, no, no, it was he, Tombstone, he, I thought. Oh, Tombstone, not tombstone. Hammerhead. Yeah, the, the guy. Yes, yeah, so he's, he's just very strong, kind of like. He's a monster. Kind of yeah. Thing. yeah he's a a monster. lot of them are a lot of low-level sort of... Pace Pot Pete's the best one. He Pace Pot Pete is great. He has glue, like, yeah, some he's sort a of glue, glue gun. gun. Yeah. yeah. He just, like, makes people... Like, he just, like, uh, uh, has this, like, adhesive that he it. makes, it's like, he, like... It's nonsense. It's utter nonsense. This is why I love comics. Where, where is Pace Pot Pete? What page? Oh, he's a tiny... I don't know what page number. He's page. a tiny little guy he's right here. He's only here one minute. Oh, okay. Oh, that's Pace Pot Pete? I thought he'd be smaller. Say no. Twelve times. Black tarantula is right there. And also, black tarantula turned good too, and now they have him bad again. The last time we talked about like one of these issues, I don't think I was here, but we talked a little bit about what's her face, the one who's dressed like the dominatrix. That's Oubliette. Oubliette. Oh, I had to leave. Is what happened. She is from the Marvel Boy comic, which is really good. Grant Morrison and JG Jones. Uh, she is the daughter of a character named Dr. Midas, who is a uh, like a collector of sorts. Like any, the costume he had was Iron Man's original armor, like the really bulky one, oh. uh, or maybe the second one that was gold, but not the one that's red and gold. Yeah. Um, so like, I just I I love that character. I love her that, very much. That is Hammerhead. Hammerhead's there. He's got a big forehead. Yeah, that's okay. how he got. Oh it. yeah, that's Hammerhead. Yeah. You're right. I feel would feel insulted if that's that was the name that was. Well, given we have to a him. nickname for you. We also have. What is it? <laughs> I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> no one's ever. We said don't it. have a nickname for you. We don't like you that much. I already yeah. told about Skine. Skeen. She um has powers over materials like fabrics. She has power and over fabrics. Geese. 
And geese? That's a geese joke. No one's going to get it. Anyways, yeah. go on. Guys, <laughs> so much sexual tension. Yeah, let's talk about the last yeah. time. Yeah. Ryan, talk us. Talk us. Talk us. What the hell does that sound? There appears. It's Adam. He just came in. It's a shrieking sort of weird whistle. Um, yeah, so they so they are heading back to the dormitories, um, and uh, basically choir says go and get him to go to him. Go to him. <laughs> he belongs to you. So he tries to go over. Benji tries to go to see Nathaniel, and then they basically don't do anything, and then. <clears throat> Choir undresses weirdly at the end. Well, well I mean, so, yeah, he's, he's trying to play around with them. That second to last page is so devastating. I mean, I know why Nathaniel doesn't touch him, but it's like when you are, you know, infatuated or in love with somebody and you want to reach for them and they, they recoil. That was for me. Whatever That's reason. what I do. That doesn't happen to normal humans, Caitlin. <laughs> Does that happen with you a lot? I ha- I'm I the one recoiling. Oh, I recoil from everyone. Exactly. I'm the one who recoils. Yeah. <laughs> I hate people. We know, honey. It seemed like I was all about to be a really sweet moment. I liked their bathroom thing. Yeah. That was a nice little pep talk. Their bathroom thing. Is yeah, great. they had a little nice little pep talk, like just believe in yourself, and then he says it to him later, like you can find the hole. Wait, ah! oh. <laughs> when I first turned the page and like on to the very last one, where I just saw someone unbuttoning their shirt, I'm like, did they fuck immediately? I was That's like, what Jesus. he asked. That's but what then he it was asked. choir just undressing for the night. But I was like, Jesus Christ! So I guess they. They share a bed? No. Oh, they share a room. They share a room. I mean, uh, it is much nicer. He's got a pink rug, and I love it. Yeah, no, he, of course, has, like, a canopy bed and everything, because he's rich as fuck. Um, Yeah, it was a very, like, that in that, like, one panel of, uh, what's his face? Um, Benji. Benji. Benji, like, where he just looks so devastated. Oh. Do you remember the movie Benji the Hunted? No. It was depressing as shit. He was trying to save all these mountain lion puppies. Not puppies. Um, like the hits. dog ones? And then like two out of four of them died. Like eaten by a hawk and stuff. It was really depressing. And I saw it in the movie theater and I was very sad. And this Benji was based off of that very same <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Benji the Hunted. Um, I thought this was much better flirting and relationship building than in basically any of the others that I have read so far. Christina Strain knows how to write humans. I've never seen as good of actual flirting or teen angst as well. It was just, it was well done. It was better than Iceman and I liked Iceman even though Clark hated the normie. Um, Normies uh, are bad. You don't like an LA actor. That's what's your problem. I don't, I don't. I went to LA once. Clark is our Fagnito. I am. I'm certainly. Aren't they're gonna have like you know. such a passionate fuck fest when one of them is like capable of transforming into anything, and the other is yeah, capable he's gonna, of like he's gonna embedding his emotions, you know, oh into you. God. He's gonna he's gonna great. transform into Nathaniel. That's gonna be creepy. Ah! Oh my god, you're so right. That's gonna happen. I mean, oh if you fuck yourself, that's not too bad. Go cool. fuck yourself. So, anything else on Gen X? We I can guess do we just go around the room and say if we would go fuck ourselves. Yeah, we already did that once. <laughs> yeah, actually, I don't remember why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were I don't remember why we yeah. did for some reason. I was a definite. So, I, I, I think both of us were. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Uh, why don't we do MVPs, Clarky? Yeah. Why don't you start? 
Navip. I, I stopped I stopped paying attention. I'm looking at a cow at the moment. All right, Brent, you now, start. Are you sure it's a cow or is it a farmer? <laughs> Wait, um, that was you. I know. I know. We made that still joke. A, I made that joke uh, last week, it's too. It's still a callback. You don't have to mention it. Anyways, uh, I would say uh, my MVP character was Shatterstar, uh, only for the last panel and having a great butt. Yeah, I'm very so petty that way. And then my favorite book uh, was Gen X. For the first time, Gen fucking X. Good for you, Gen X, for having real relationships, a decent storyline that I thought was believable and interesting. And baby faces. I didn't like the baby faces. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> the baby oh, faces. okay. Well, I hated those, actually. That's why I liked really it. Gen X was also my favorite for the baby faces. All the random background players. For the baby. Um, yeah, it was just really well done. Um, my favorite character was Anal and uh, Gold when he was like, I'm not going to help them. I can't do anything. Because he can't. What the fuck is he going to do? I appreciate that. Yeah, and yeah. iBoy was there because who cares? Yeah, and uh, so was Nature Girl. Yeah. Yeah. Not helping. Wait, not I helping. didn't pay attention. What they they realized they're useless and sometimes well, they're watching, they can't uh, do it watching. No, no, no. They were in X-Men Gold, but they were like, so, uh, two of them were like it from was, the... It was Anal was his MVP and then uh, Generation X was his... Uh, do you know which ones you want to do? Yeah. Yeah, Celine is definitely my MVP just because I love Celine. That's yeah. why you gave us a five-minute synopsis of is her. Is that life. what you're going to be for Halloween? No. Old Hollow's <gasps> Eve? Polaris. No, I'm not being any X fan this time. Well, oh, I'm oh. being an X man. I was, I was, I've been Shatterstar twice and Cyclops once. Cyclo- I'm Cyclops. Cyclops was in, it was in college. Um, you will be my Cyclops. Mine Wait, it's a Cyclops, Cyclops off. Yeah. Cyclops <laughs> off. It's about to be. No, you're gonna be shitty X Men Blue Cyclops. I'm maybe OG I'll be, Cyclops. Maybe I'll be Dazzler, y'all. So Celine yes. was your MVP character. Yeah, I, I, I think Cable was great. I really liked it, even though the 13 year thing annoyed me. All right, that's a weird thing to hear from you that you really liked one of the books. Yeah, isn't that strange? Um, I, I'm going to agree with Clark, Generation which is X even is... weirder. Wow. Yeah. So, Cable number 150 was my MVP because it was the most improved book. Oh, like, certainly, yeah. <laughs> like it's like it's not it's a, it's literally Such a, a different backwards book. shitty reason. That's so yeah. weird. Uh, but like I mean, Gen X is also wonderful. I'm I've, well, I've loved it from issue one, and so I'm digging it. But my MVP character was Quentin Quire's purple. Tuxedo blazer. Ugh. I fucking love that thing. Ugh. It's beautiful. It's hacky. We get it. You're gay. Dial it back. He's actually not he's gay. A, he is straight. bisexual. He, no, he's not. What? He's just not homophobic. He's he pretending to be gay. I, I, I totally kind think of he was pretending to be gay. Yeah. Um, also, I just want to say, like, Generation X would be a, such a wonderful comic to read if I was as like a sad gay boy just reading comics and not interacting with other gay people. Oh, so like when. You so yeah, so yesterday, yes, basically yesterday when I read it, yeah. Five but it would have just been so nice for this something like this to be around years. Yeah, ago. no, I yeah, I agree because like when we were kids, like gen- the old generation X comic didn't really have any gay characters. No, I mean you had North Star and Alpha Flight, and it was like he, he was not the- a shining beacon of. No, I like North Star, hero. but I mean, he was not. We love him correct. now because he's a gay bitch. North Star was a dick. He's a straight. He up was dick. trying to fuck Iceman back in the day too. Hey, yeah. we all tried once. I know Iceman was not into it, but he got iced out. But he should Anyways. have been. Mm-hmm. Oh God, he shut got the up! Shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so we've been Homo Superior. Find like us on you. all things. I love you, Clark. Find us on all things social media. Uh, Except we will... for Tumblr, I haven't used that since June. <laughs> <laughs> Please update Tumblr, Clark. Uh, all right, one day. All right, thanks. Bye. Bye, bye.